What must I do to inherit eternal life? But that's the question we hear in the gospel from this young man. And after several instructions and several things that really showed this man his failures, they asked him again, the disciples, and Jesus says, with God, all things are possible. And we know that because of, of Scripture, of what the story tells us. But it's not always where the story begins that, that really tells the whole story. You know, we can come at one point into a story and really see a, a different picture from really what the whole story is. And we all love being a part of a great story. We all love to be on that fishing trip where they caught the big fish that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. We all like to be at that football game where the field goal goes through at the last second, or maybe we don't. <laughs> but we all want to be a part of a bigger story, a story that's really bigger than us. And so where we, where we are in that story can really tell a lot about where we're going. And so in the, in the late 1800s, there was this boy who was four years old, and at this point, he hadn't even really spoken yet. He really hadn't said any words. By the time he was 16, he took college entrance exams to, to get into college and continued to fail them. Finally, he got into college, but he didn't really do that well. He didn't really care for it, didn't really want to be there. And before he, he left college, his father had passed away, figuring him to be a failure. This, this fellow did finally finish college and went on into the 1900s to be a door-to-door -door salesman, something in the 1900s that wasn't looked at very favorably. Later on, several years down the road, he became a lowly assistant examiner at the patent office for, for the United States. So at this point in the story, we might agree with Dad and say, yeah, he didn't do so well, right? Well, in several years after that, this man would give us the theory of relativity and help us to understand mathematics in the universe in a way we've never understood them before. And of course, that man was Albert Einstein. You see, where you begin and where you end, there's a lot that goes on in between, and that's a story. And that story is the story of your life. So when we read the scriptures, we read about the greatest story of all time. We read about this, this story of these people who walked through the desert, who, who had great triumphs and also great failures. We read about how God created this universe and how he created us, human beings, and how after creating us, we turned on him and walked away. We hid from him. And so we continue to read about how that wasn't good enough for God. I mean, we could have all understood if God would have said, ah, I've had enough of these people. Instead, God says, no, I'm going to go after them. I want to get closer. And so through a series of covenants and prophets, all in the Old Testament, that's what God is doing. He's pursuing his people through their failures, through their successes, until we come to the New Testament where we see the culmination of all those covenants in the one greatest covenant of all, 
with Jesus Christ our Lord. And it wasn't just close enough for Jesus to come and to be on earth and to walk and to be a human being among us. That wasn't good enough. After his resurrection, our Lord Jesus Christ gave us the Holy Spirit to come to live within us. And it doesn't get much closer than that, does it? And to assure us that that would happen, that we would always have him close to us, he gives us his body and blood as food, as eternal food, so that we can continue to have that life in us. But if you don't read the whole of Scripture, you might not get that. I mean, if you stopped at a certain point, you might only get a little bit of the story. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but when I read Scripture, I'm not just reading a story about Jesus. We know from the beginning to the end, this tells of the love of God through Jesus Christ. But I don't just read his story when I'm, when I'm reading Scripture. I read my own. I mean, I, I see myself in those Scriptures. I mean, I see those times when people were so close to God, when they were walking with Him, when they were doing His will, when they were praying to Him and spending time with Him. I see those things. And man, I can really relate to that. I also see those moments of failure. Those moments where people are not walking with our Lord and they know it or maybe they don't but I see those times too I can really relate to that because I go through that myself I mean I look at Job and he had such a good life and then for it to be wrecked at the end of his life with sickness with failure with financial failure all the things that happened to him and yet he still had faith in God I, mean, I, I see some of that in my life. I see David, who was said to be a man after God's own heart, who started out his life in triumph, only to, to end it in failure after failure. But our Lord gave the eternal covenant through that man. I mean, I, I see all of this as I go through Scripture. I see St. Paul who was living this life of persecuting the church, this life of rigid, rigidity, and yet to have our Lord come into his life and redeem him. I, mean, I see all of that. Every time I read scripture, I see something. I see something of my life, some picture that I could have taken at one point and been like, that was it. That was me. And so it's, it's through reading Scripture that we come to know our Lord and our Savior. It's through Scripture that we come to know ourselves. It's the only way we can know really and truly who we are. And to be quite honest with you, today, we don't really have an excuse. I mean, for centuries, they, no one could, could own Bibles because I mean, you couldn't even produce them and when you could produce them they were so expensive the common person couldn't own them you had to come to church and hear scripture and try and memorize it could you imagine trying to memorize that gospel today we only read it once every three years and yet today unlike then we have them I mean we have them all over the place they're readily accessible. I have probably four or five Bibles in my own home. 
I mean, they're even on your phone now, on your, on your computer. It's free. Anytime you want, in almost any way you want, you can access and read the Word of God. And so for centuries, people starved for it and wanted it. And even if they had the Scriptures in their hand, they, couldn't, they were illiterate and couldn't even read. And now we have opportunities to have it at our fingertips. Are you reading it? Are you spending time in the greatest story of all time? I know there, there's times I'm not, and I should be, and I need to be. How about you? I mean, it's, it's in this story that we find everything, and yet we're willing to look. I hear so many people say to me, I don't hear God speaking. I don't know what God wants for my life. I don't know which way God is leading me. The first question should be, am I reading Scripture? Am I praying? I mean, am I going to the place where God said He speaks to me? That's where it happens. That's where it's got to be. And so I, I ask you, I beg of you, begin to read Scripture. I mean, just three, four, five minutes a day. I mean, they've got apps now. We've got one on our website. If you go to stmary.life, you can download it for free onto your phone. It'll read Scripture to you. You don't even have to read it. There's, there's Bible studies in there. There's things that will help lead you through praying through the Scriptures. I mean, you've got more at your fingertips right now than you've ever had. There's no reason for us not to know God's Word not to hear him speaking to us if we're spending time in the scriptures. And so I ask you to do that. I ask you to spend three, four, five minutes a day, maybe with your wife, with your spouse, maybe with your children, maybe with a coworker, maybe it's, it's on the ride into work, maybe it's at lunch, whenever it is. Spend just a few minutes a day reading scripture. See how your life is in the greatest story of all time. And so we now stand together and confess our faith.